0: Welcome to the Michigan Cyber Patriot Competition Show. The game is on. Hello, this is Tamara Shoemaker. This first podcast that we're going to send out is a uh, coach and mentor meeting that we recorded in the month of September 2019. Perfect. Thanks for listening. Are you in
1: San Francisco? Oh, <laughs> that's cute. It's like wallpaper. Oh, very cool.
0: <laughs> that's very cute. It's good to see you. I'm so glad that you're with us. Carl's on too. So, Carl, if you do need to step off, I got Marcy and I got Alan on here. And so, if you if you have to, um, I know that you're you were in the middle of a meeting. Although, if this is your excuse to get out of that meeting, that's okay too. <laughs> For
2: a Meeting today?
3: There was one and oh. Uh, on the weekly notes, but it hasn't been announced. So I don't know. Okay.
0: All right, good. Okay. Thank you everybody. Okay.
3: Yeah, unless we get an announcement and it's special invitation. Right.
4: I'm not going to without a special invitation. Oh, is this is this? That's Mr. Saint.
0: Mr. Oh. oh wonderful. So Carl's on there. Hey. <laughs> Are you- we got some cool people. That's great. I don't know if I've got any oh no, did I lose you? Oh, no. No. Okay, good. Scary.
5: Hey, Cameron you got Ed here too.
0: Oh, wonderful. Thanks, Ed. Did you get my little baby podcast?
5: I did, ma'am. I already responded. <laughs> it's amazing how clear that is.
0: Oh, okay, good. So this I'm, I'm I, like I said, I'm, you don't see my lovely face, har, 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 because I'm using my new microphone, trying to get used to it.
5: And I don't think you went cheap on that microphone. because, again, you sound amazingly clear.
0: Oh, good. No, I, it, it actually, it wasn't all that bad. But you know, uh, if we're going to do this, I want to make sure that it doesn't sound, you know.
5: Sure, sure, right. sure, sure, sure.
0: Well, it's going to be bad enough that we have to get used. To, I have to get used to my crazy voice listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not video. Oh, for goodness' sake! Is it, did you see the video that I sent out on, on LinkedIn that, that uh, the gal in Westland did?
5: I oh, have not got a chance to look at that wow. one yet, no.
0: Her, she's, so well, there we go, it stopped. Whoever did that, lovely. Thank you. Sorry about that, guys. So we had a cool video that we were uh, um, that we were able to do because of Rohith, one of our Cyber Patriot kids who started the uh, Cyber Generations program, and uh, the folks out in Westland wanted to interview. And they've got a movie studio, so it was very cool and very also nervousing, But as my grandson would say, so who else do we have here? Okay, so let's do a roll call now and let's get this 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 party started here. So hopefully everyone online knows who I am. Tamara Shoemaker, and uh, at the University of Detroit Mercy Cyber Center, and uh, here to support this Cyber Patriot program, along with some cool other folks like Ed and, and uh, a few other folks in my Cyber Center. So let's go ahead and go through. If you're not speaking, please mute, because we'll get some feedback, especially if you're on a phone for some reason.
1: Hi there,
6: this is Alan Stubblefield, Cyber Patriot Coach from... 2010, calling in from Troy High School in Fullerton, California.
0: Thanks, Alan. Thanks so much for helping us out. We appreciate it. You've got a lot of experience to share with us. Okay, who's next on the list? I've got to see my participations here. Oh, goody, we got 14. So who's at 269-969-3400?
5: Tamara, that's me, Ed.
0: Okay, Ed, so just in case people don't know who you are, let's let's introduce.
5: Okay, uh, my name is Ed Babola. I'm with the 272nd Cyber Operations Squadron out here in Battle Creek, Michigan. And I definitely am one of the individuals that coordinates uh, some of our camps and some of our teams out on this side of the state. And I also am trying to network with other guard units to see how they deal with Cyber Patriot, And I'm offering any kind of technology technical advice or anything that I can share to get the word out in regards to uh, cyber Patriot. So big fan. And I appreciate everything that Tamara and Alan does. That's for sure.
0: Thanks. We appreciate you too. So who's three, one, three, five, nine, five.
6: Hello, this is Tom McAthrin. I'm a, uh, okay. Just, I started, I started last year. I'm out of Dearborn, Michigan with the Henry Ford Academy. And, uh, they, uh, my sister got, got involved with it, and so I and she said, "Hey, there, maybe you can help because you do it for a living." So I went in, and she said, "Well, if you want to become a mentor? Go sign up for it." So I did, and now this is my first official year. Wonderful. And, uh, so I'm uh, I've been work. I've uh, worked for Sprint Corporation for over 20 years, and I'm I'm in corporate security, and I'm also a programmer in, in uh past programming in Linux, and I'm also in uh, Windows. Um, so in Cisco, so I know all of it. I've been doing it for over 20 years. So, you know, I'm teaching the kids Linux and that right now.
0: Oh, those kids out in Henry Ford Academy are very, very lucky. That is a wonderful skill set that you're sharing with them. Thank you so much. So oh, how, about, oh, how about uh five eight six three two one? Who's that? I can take a minute to unmute you. Let's see.
1: Hello? Here we are. There we go. My name is Violet Fittis. I'm from Armada High School in Armada, Michigan, and just joined and signed up teams for the first time ever. Um, I've got five teams, and we're pretty clueless, so I'm hoping to get some information today. Great. And this is
0: not the only time that you can get help either. So we just want to, you know, we, we, you know, this is an initial call and we'll continue to help support you and there's never any stupid questions and, and there's, you can call and and write and talk and any of that kind of stuff with all of us at any time. And when, when we go through some of these slides, you'll see that we have some, um, some things to help back that up. Who's that? So excited that you're with us. Thank you so much. And five teams. Amazing. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. So 714-851, who's that? That's Alan. Okay, Alan, great. Uh, um, I'm calling
6: my phone. I got too much noise in my classroom, by the way.
0: No worries. How about
1: 810-280? Who's that?
6: That's uh, probably going to be me, Ishmael, from Genesee uh, Career Institute. Uh, I have three teams. It's my first cyber-patriot year.
0: So can you repeat again what school you're with?
6: Tennessee Career Institute.
0: Oh, okay. Is this you guys' first year? Yes. And how many teams? Three. Oh, this is great. All right. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. 269, that's, is, is, that's, that's Ed, right? Yes. Okay. Alan, okay, we've got somebody here, BG-E-H-R-K-E. Who's that? That's
5: Brian Gerkey. I'm with the
4: Civil Air Patrol, Van Dyke Squadron.
0: Oh, wonderful. I'm so glad that you're joining us.
5: It's our fourth
0: What? Where are you out of again? Civil um, Air Patrol with who? Van Dyke. Van Dyke, wonderful. Did you come to our event? I did. Oh, good. Great, great, great. I want to make sure that all the all service folks know that we're here to support them as well. So, I'm so glad that you joined us. I'm oh, I'm so excited. There's Alan. James. James, you're on.
2: Yep. I'm James Ratzloff. I'm a cybersecurity architect at GE. Specifically, GE Power. So, I do red team, blue team kind of activities and Also help teams uh, figure out solutions for any vulnerabilities that I find, but this is going to be, I believe, my fifth year doing Cyber Patriot. Um, I currently mentor at Canton High School, but if there are any other local schools that meet on not Mondays, I can also help out at those schools as well.
0: That's great. And that's definitely one of the things that's involved uh, that, you know, that's uh, one of the guidelines as far as AFA says that, you know, is a mentor. You can mentor one more than one place if you've got the time. And so um, uh, that's going to be real important to know. Um, I know that you've got some really good skill sets as well to share. And you've, you've been to the rodeo a couple of years now here, so you know the ropes. And so we appreciate your stepping into the breach here with us.
2: I'm excited to be here.
0: Okay. Who do we got? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Dennis, Carl, how did I do that? What do we got here? I guess things are moving around. Oh, uh, Lisa, wonderful, howl. Huh? Lisa, are you, oh, you're muted.
1: Want me to unmute you? Lisa, can you say hey? Are you in the middle class?
0: Not sure. Lisa, if you are able to join us and talk, let us know. Hey, Marcy, how about yourself? Hi, Lisa says she has no microphone. Oh, no mic. Okay, I gotcha. I'm just glad that you're here. <laughs> you, can, you can use the text box then to like send us if you ask when, you know, when we get to the place where we're asking questions and stuff, make sure you do that. Okay, so... Let's see, let me show, get rid of that for a minute. So did I get through everybody? If I didn't, can you, I didn't for sure, because I've got, although it looks like some of you have signed on, on physically and called in. So I've only got 10. So if I missed you, can you speak up now so I can get your name and who, who's here?
7: Yeah, this is Paul Dumbleton, Security Operations Manager at Gordon Food Service.
0: Paul, are you already working with the team?
7: I am not currently working with any teams. I am available for mentor uh, with any teams on the west coast of Michigan, um, southwest coast of Michigan, Muskegon down to South Haven, basically.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. Part, ne- a little bit further into when we get into the slides there's going to be a, a survey I want everybody to, to uh, fill out for me so that I have contact information and it'll tell me things that I need in order to be able to get people assigned to different teams and things. Anybody else that I haven't heard from?
5: Hey, this well, is Tom you- McAthrin. Can,
6: can you make sure that you...
0: Oh, you cut out. I know you're on a phone. Can you repeat, Tom?
6: Yeah, that information you're going to want to fill out. I can't see the slides, so if you can send it out in email.
0: Sure, absolutely, absolutely. I will. uh, Everyone I've got here, I will. I will send out the slides to you uh, on your email, um, and so that way you can get the slides. And it's got the link to the survey, that kind of thing. I'm going to need things like, um, if you think about it, uh, I need names, I need phone numbers, I need where you work, where you live, so that I can figure out what area you need for folks like paul who you don't already have a team i need to figure out how that'll work same thing is um for james because a different day so like it also says what days you're available what your expertise is that kind of stuff so right now we have um we have around uh, so as of last week they didn't give us some new numbers this week um as far as what we've got going so right now we've got 50 coaches uh 97 mentors which is an amazing number by the way there should be no team without a mentor Um, because they're all up there and they've already all signed up. And if you haven't already signed up and you're on this call, please do. Um, And so there was 103 teams uh, in 9-11 when they did the last uh, official count and sent out um, a spreadsheet. And at that point, we still had two weeks. So we have, what, uh, eight days left now, I guess, if you count today. We've got nine days left for uh, registrations. So we're looking good. Hopefully uh, we're gonna meet or beat our, our, uh, our goal from last year. We had 142 teams last year and I'm hoping we meet or beat that. We do have some things that sort of are gonna maybe hold that back just a tiny bit because we don't have the kind of funding that, that we had last year. But uh, all of you guys send your cards and letters to, uh, to our new governor. So maybe we can get back on that uh, and get some state aid to uh, cover, cover the incidentals here for this uh, not expensive competition let's see if I can't get things to work maybe maybe not okay so we already did who's on the call Um, I will want to know who if you have a mentor Um, we want to make sure everybody gets on our slack channel and then we want to make sure that I have all your good contact information so slack um, this is the link and again I'll send everybody the slides if you're looking at them I'm looking at a slide that tells you there's a a little informational um, video about what Slack is and then there's the actual link to join our Slack group. Um, Ed, if you can explain, uh, I know I always go to you for this because I'm I'm a Slack of a Slack person. I'm pretty Slack when it comes to it, so uh, you need to kind of explain how this works. Uh, although it is pretty easy when you when you link it to other things like my Twitter and um, my Facebook and LinkedIn stuff, will will come up there easy enough. That was easy enough to do, um, but after that, I get past my headlights. Can you explain what Slack is so that we can it can help us communicate?
5: Absolutely. I mean, I, I have a feeling that others on this call might be familiar with Slack, but basically, it's um it's one of the, it's a collaboration site that um I mean you can belong to several different. Groups uh, and you know, obviously Cyber Patriots, one of them that I belong to. We're actually kind of using this. My vision is to use it as a uh, information gathering location. So we put all kinds of documents, flyers, um, thing, um, just chats, forums, ideas, uh, success stories, lessons learned, all that kind of thing. And uh, obviously, the um, the whole point of it is, is that. Before you launch a question out to the team or whatever, maybe you wanna look in Slack and see if it's already been asked and then you, know, you can go from there. Uh, it's just one place for all the information. That's the thought.
0: Thanks. And, and it really does look like, I mean, there's a really good, a good way to pass information back and forth. And then it keeps a record of that. So, and we have a private channel. So there's the general channel for cybersecurity or cyber patriot. And then there's just the coach and mentor channel. And that it would be all of you guys would be on that piece. And so that's the time when you don't have to worry about if somebody's looking over your shoulder about the question that you're asking. Um, you know, so like, people who are supporters and things would be on the general one, but uh, the mentors and only the mentors and coaches are on that, that channel. And so we can kind of swap stories about, you know, how how do you do this or how do you do that, that kind of thing. And then it stays there, like he said, and you can go back and kind of look. So like I put up a thing about our new uh, digital badging and then Ed uh, followed that up with a really nice article about digital badging. And so um, we can really use that to help collaborate on things. So that's, uh, I, and I appreciate everybody's working on doing that and putting that together for us. So main question that I have for all of you guys that are coaches are do you have a mentor? Um, and so I have also this survey up, and I'd love for you to fill out on Hotjar. Um, and basically it gives me all the information that I need to be able to match you up with the right mentor. And so if I, if I don't have that information, it's difficult for me to do that. Um, last year we had as uh, more mentors than we had coaches. And the normal system at, for AFA is, um, you know, a, a mentor reaches out to a coach um, through the AFA system and it's sort of a blind email. Nobody, you know, they don't actually have real contact with you. You just reach out and say, I want to be your mentor. Well, if you guys as, as coaches don't, Connect back up and say yes, be my mentor. Then that that connection never happens. And we had quite a few last year mentors who were on the list who had reached out and didn't get anywhere just because, um, for some people, they're swamped with emails and emails isn't the right way to get a hold of them. And so, if you provide me with your uh, cell phone number and uh, your email, and an email, maybe not your school email, maybe it's a Gmail, maybe it's something that you look at. It would have to be, you know, it's one that I specified in the survey, please, one that you check all the time. Uh, I will not abuse it, but we will try to contact and get make sure that you have the proper support with these um, mentors. It is also a way for me to get a hold of you if there is some change in something, or if something's coming up, like this meeting or other meetings, and I can get a hold of you, and maybe kind of get through, you know, like, I know my UDM one, don't tell my boss, but we hate it. Uh, and we don't use it very often. As you can see, I, I send stuff out as my as Tamara Shoe Gmail, um, just because there's a sort of inter school kind of spam stuff that that just you know clogs the system, and so it's not so convenient for me. So if you send me something to that email, it bounces to my Gmail because that's where I really hang out. So if you've got another email account that you really use, that's the one that I need to know about. So if you just like I said, if you take the t- few minutes to go through this survey, fill out the stuff that I need. And it's got all that information that I need to know. When are you practicing? You know, how often are you practicing? What time of the day? That kind of thing. And also, I'd hope for you to be open to... Even if I can't get a mentor out to your physical, physically out to your, your place because there's not somebody close by, um, maybe we can get somebody that can do some virtual uh, mentoring. Um, it's always going to be helpful to have another voice uh, helping you do the teaching on this and helping you do that. Um, and so, um, but I'm going to need a little bit of cooperation and a little bit of information in order to help you do that. So, hopefully, you guys will all go on that and, and help me out. So it was so important that I made two slides on it. So here's that survey uh, uh, a web address so that everybody can get it. And um, again, I'll send out these slides so those of you that are on phones can get it. Um, so let's see, make sure that I know all these available stuff. So just again, I'm, this is something that really upset me for the last couple of years, not being able to get everybody the help that they needed, um, but, but because my hands were tied and uh, people weren't uh, you know, communicating exactly. Uh, and so between the Slack and phone numbers and emails, we hopefully are going to fix that. The only announcement that I have to make is a pretty, I thought, a pretty good one. Um, we are going to be now having uh, digital badges for Michigan Cyber Patriot students, coaches, and mentors. And um, what a digital badge is, is a way of uh, verifying that you have a skill. Um, and uh, in our case, the Michigan Department of Education helped to support this program. It's something that they're looking into. They're looking into digital badges for quite a few areas um, of education in the schools and micro-credentialing for the coaches uh, or for the teachers, and that's something that we'll work on in phase two. But right now, um, my main push was to make sure I got this all done for uh, the students, and so basically they log on to a Badger account. It's free. Uh, they log on they put their information in and between you the coach and I we confirm that they were on the team for the year what year it was what level it was and that stuff's real real easy because at the end of the season uh, Cyber Patriot sends all of that information um, we just need to confirm it between you and I so like if we have you have a uh, you know a team of uh, five players and one never comes that person's not going to get that that digital badge, but everybody else will. So those are things that, you know, I will be relying on you guys. And I mean, it's not arduous. It's gonna be, you know, an an email to confirm. And then we'll uh, uh, award these badges and they'll be able to collect their badges. The cool thing about that is this is on an open platform. And so it'll follow them uh, through their career. So they'll have it available so they can put it on their resume. They can put it on um, any kind of packet that they put to uh, universities. And people will be able to confirm that a third party said, in fact, they do have these skill sets. And so I'm pretty excited about that work. We um, um, we mapped it to the NICE uh, workforce framework and the Michigan Comp Standards. And so this is all real, real good stuff. And like I said, in phase two, we'll work on some... Cool uh, micro credentialing for the uh, the teachers that are involved as well. But we also have coach and mentor badges for those folks that are putting them uh, the putting in the time for that as well. And it works the same way for adults as it does for kids. You just sign up for a badge uh, at badger um, com and get an account, which is free. And and then you know you go in there and you uh, see your badges. The really cool thing is it will also print out certificates. And so if they're putting together a paper uh, presentation of themselves for anything, they'll have, be able to print out these certificates. And like I said, the nice part about it is it'll check back, you know, it's easy to confirm. It's not something that they just made up. Um, and so um, I'm real excited about that. Does anybody have any questions about digital badging? Okay. Are We all still there? Somebody say hello. Let me know you're here.
2: I'm here. Okay. And I'm here.
0: Alrighty. I'm here. All right, cool. All right, so n- let's ro- let's roll through again um through the roll call with um if you're uh, uh you're still on for me, I'm going to just go in the order that I have them written down and um I want either um for you to um, ask a question. Uh, Let me know about some resources or things that you need or give me a suggestion or uh, some pointers for somebody that's online. So so we've got quite a few newbies on here and so if you've got some sage advice for them, uh, please definitely do that. If I can have, um, so Tom, this is your second year uh, uh, as a mentor. Um, Do you guys have some questions or needs or can you give us some, uh, some suggestions? Hopefully I didn't lose Tom. Did we lose Tom? No, I'm here. OK, great. Do you have any um, anything to say, anything to add to us for us? This is your second year as a mentor here, or any questions that you have?
6: Uh, not really at the moment. No, I don't. No, okay. We're actually in the middle of starting starting to start, start Patriot Club here. In a couple of minutes, I'm going to step outside here. Okay. But uh, no, not uh, much except for um, things that we could use, is um, training tips for the kids. Um, if anyone knows what sections to actually hit the hardest, um, one of the first things I'm doing is teaching them bash, so they know how to get around and and also how to get and also evasion of the limb at the Linux command prompt things like that how to, how to navigate how to copy how to move all the basic things that you need to learn how to list directories um windows they a lot they know a lot of that i join them to the places where to look and what things have to be covered in security but um if anybody has things that they use training materials um things like that i i've looked through all the resources that are out there they're all pretty standard and generic but if there's more Do you guys have any other mentors, that'd be
2: great. Well, um, I just want to say one of the things that's really separated success from not as successful on teams that I've worked with in the past is really getting down the Network Academy stuff, even though that's later in the season. My, the first team I ever mentored, they got a perfect score on the, on the Network Academy stuff, and that put them easily into the platinum ranking. Well, another year, I had a team that really didn't focus so much, and I made it a point in um, preceding years to have a focus on this, but they didn't do so well in the Network Academy, and they weren't able to get as far as I've had teams get in the past.
0: Thanks. Great.
6: Okay, good. That's good. That's great information.
0: Absolutely. That's a really good one. Thank you. Marcy, are you on? Marcy, if you're on, I'd love to hear your your two cents here as a mentor, as an experienced mentor for some of our uh, folks that are not quite there yet. Lessons learned, that kind of thing. Well, if you're there, pipe up. Um, Carl, how about you, Carl, and your gang there at Castec, are you on? Yes, I'm here. Perfect. You guys have any sage words of wisdom or uh, or uh, any anything you guys need or are concerned about as you have growing pains here and are starting to explode with teams?
3: (laughs) No, the biggest thing that uh, that we have realized is to download the images early, as the instructions say. And then I put I have three flash drives for each team so that they can have the three images so that they can specialize on whichever image that that person wants to specialize on. And then make sure that when they do unzip the image that they unzip it to that laptop because it will not run from the flash drive.
0: And that's
7: one of the
3: quickest, easiest time-saving tips getting ready for the competitions.
0: Great, thank you. Violet, are you on?
1: Yes, I am. I'm on a a remote road and I might cut out, but I'm here right now.
0: (laughs) Great, is there anything that you can uh, think of right now uh, that you um, have questions about as being your first year?
1: Let me see if I can narrow that down, because I have a lot of questions. Sure. Um, We're a little late to the game. My teams are, some of the kids haven't even responded to their registration yet. So I've been um, just busy with personal life things and I haven't done my work as much as I should have. Um, But I guess my biggest question right now is technical issues. I have two computer labs in two buildings um, and in order, to, I, I don't know exactly what I need on those computers to function for Patriot. So I'm really curious, what do I need to have downloaded? Cause I'm going to need to get them out of deep freeze and walk around and, and load things onto those computers if it's needed. Or I have a bunch of flash drives if I can just download images onto flash drives um, as long as they don't need to last overnight when the computer's reset, then, then that
0: would be fine. So okay. the number one thing, I'm sorry, Tamara. No, somebody take that one for me, please. Okay,
5: well, I mean, the number one thing is uh, the machine 64 bit, because from what I understand, they have to be 64 bits. Does everybody agree?
0: Correct. And then I enough, think I'm okay there. And then enough memory to hold VMware, you have to be able to have VMware on that because that's what the game is played in.
2: And also okay. I believe you need to have virtualization enabled at the BIOS level. And I know that's been a that's been a challenge for some of my teams in the past because you have to go through your IT staff generally or at least on school computers to do any BIOS changes.
0: Gotcha. Well, that's going to be a big one for you. So in the past, that that's, that's been one of the, the heavy lifts for teachers is to get the, the IT folks to understand we need to work together on this. That they're not actually, once they get this VMware installed, they're not actually going to be doing anything to the school computers or systems. And so people get a little bit, a little bit nervous about that. Um, and so, you know, bringing them in as quick as possible, unless you're able to do that yourself in your lab.
1: No, I can't. I can't make several changes like that. I can load things if they're unlocked for me.
0: Okay, so there's going to be a discussion well, with you and those guys then probably
2: I would try installing so need- VMware and, and seeing if it works first before you get the IT staff involved because kind of the less, less people you get involved, yep. the, the quicker you can work. Okay.
0: Now we uh, so Violet, the fact that you, uh, James and these guys have all, all already gone there. They, they, you know, I'm sure that James will help walk you through it as well.
1: That sounds good, yeah.
0: So we have some phono friends here.
1: That's, that's good to hear. Cause I, you know, I know that'll be quite a process. I've got some students willing to stay late and help me do that one day. Um, I don't know how long the download process is, but I have about 30 computers in each lab to do. So, is there anything besides the VMware that actually has to be loaded onto the computers?
0: Guys, I don't. I don't think so. No, that's, that's, that's the, the thing runs right you know through that now you so for each team you have to have two computers right one for the um, Microsoft operating systems challenge piece and one for the um, Linux and then a couple of other computers just to do research those ones will not have the game on it am I okay.
3: You do need to run Packet Tracer if you're doing the networking challenge. It needs to be downloaded on the. Computer. Thank
1: you. I saw that. I saw that the Cisco. So I teach a, a Cisco Intro to network class, and um, they're all I I enrolled them on the Teams. Um, but I saw that it says that you guys are running a certain version of Packet Tracer, and I was wondering how sensitive. The game is to running the exactly right packet tracer version.
0: So I'm going to just jump out there, Alan. I believe that you have to use you know the things that they they provide. Is that correct? Has anybody ran into that issues?
1: Well, I'm pretty. I-
3: this is Carl. I find it's always best to use the software version that they're recommending. Yep. Because that's what's supported. And if you start, ask, if you run into difficulties and need to phone a friend or ask them questions during the competition or during, yeah, during the competition rounds, one of the first things they're going to do is ask, what version of the software are you running? And they may or may not be able to provide support. Right.
1: You're not running like software version. Correct. Okay. So I need the VMware. I need the right version of Packet Tracer on every computer. And then um, that possible virtual change. I can't remember what it was called. So hopefully, but I my So I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking, I'm
0: taking pretty. That. I'm taking notes here. So it says having the virtualization enabled in the BIOS. There you
1: go. Okay.
0: And I don't know what that means, but I wrote it down for you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, great and like i said we'll hook you up with some of these guys that have been there before so that you can you can ask them questions straight on and then also understand that the folks at cyber patriot frank and the group are real good about helping you out but like carl said they can't support you on something that's not theirs um and so you know that that's going to be real important and, and all of those things are available to you even the cisco academy stuff it, it is all available to your students for free Um, as well as the Microsoft stuff. So, you know, definitely log on and get all that stuff, um, you know, for your students and for yourself. So that might take a little bit. But don't feel like you're too, like you're not in this, if you're, that you're, you're too slow. Okay. I mean, I've had folks that have signed up the day before October for 2nd, you know, and, and jumped in, you know, Sorry. and so, you, um, you know, you still have some time. And the, the first thing is at the end of the month. And um, like I said, we'll make sure that some of these guys online will be get, you know, be able to be there and help walk you through it. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, that's, this is great. I'm excited. So uh, Ishmael, is that it? Are you there? You're new too, right?
6: Um, I'm pretty comfortable. I have my own lab on one-time of my classroom, where I have full control over all of the PCs there. Um, I am comfortable with VMware, VirtualBox, whatever it's installed in, and we are, my school is a NetAcad and um, I teach networking. So I already have access to Packet Tracer and all of that extra stuff as well.
1: Great. Good.
6: Just, um, just... The only thing we don't have is a mentor.
0: Okay. Okay. That's cool. Make sure you fill up that survey for me, okay? So that I can make sure I get you somebody lined up. Yep, you'll do. Thanks. Brian, are you still on? Brian Jenke, are you still on with Van Dyke? Maybe not, if he is, come back up. Um, How about Lisa, and Lisa doesn't have a mic. Um,
1: Hopefully, I didn't see any chats, let's see. No. All right. Um, uh, Paul,
0: uh, let's see, you're still a new mentor, so we're going to get you hooked up with somebody. You're up in the Muskegon area, correct?
7: Uh, I'm in the Holland, Zeeland area, but I'm Yep. Yeah. I'll okay. fill out your survey. Perfect. But I can go, I can do remote pretty much anywhere, uh, but I can do in person along the lakeshore.
0: Great, 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 great. That's wonderful. Okay, great. So um, I, I'm gonna jump back to um, James. James, do you have any other besides the bios? That was a really good one, the virtualization piece. Is there anything else that you suggest for some of my newbies here? And um, just in general, any any kind of uh, suggestions?
2: Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my okay. head. I think we covered a lot of it.
0: Great. How about you, Alan? Are you still there? You may have had to go to class. All right. Sounds like we did it. Sounds like we we're 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 getting there. Okay. So hey, this is yeah. Uh,
5: this is Ed. Hey, Ed. and that and that. Uh, hi, hi. And that survey. Um, does it mention anything about the podcast or anything like that?
0: No, not at all.
5: Okay, so that is something that we need to throw maybe think about yeah. some ideas and and how we can make a podcast even more effective and better. And uh, maybe that's something that they could add to a certain, sur- you know, as the comments to the survey.
0: Yeah, that would be great. That's actually a very good piece. Maybe I'll, maybe there'll be a companion survey or something as far as that goes. I mean, you know, we'll send out maybe a newsletter and stuff with, and ask for comments about, um, you know, how we can, you know, what, what would be beneficial to folks for us to cover on those podcasts.
5: Yeah. Cause I think that's a, that's going to be a aw- awesome thing to take advantage of a resource.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Anybody else have any suggestions or comments? I put up a,
1: sorry, go ahead. Can you tell me what to search for, for the podcast? I didn't know there was one. Oh, it's not up
0: yet. We're just working on it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And then we'll blast it out. That's like I said. We'll blast it out, and we'll ask for comments as well, as far as um, uh, you know what we could add to it and that kind of thing. And I think I, I don't. I don't. Don't hold me to this. I think the place that I'm going to be hosting it will also have a place where they can put comments. So.
4: This is Dennis. I have a question.
0: Absolutely, Dennis.
4: Actually, I've got a few. I'm brand new this. year. I observed last year, but. Um, I've got a question on, uh, I run multi-boot systems, so all the computers in my classroom have Linux Mint, CentOS, and Windows 10. Can I run this competition in Linux with VMware, or would you recommend running it Windows 10 only?
0: Ooh, um, are there folks out there? So I I didn't, no one's ever run, I don't know that they run it on Linux. They run it on on Microsoft, but uh, uh, James, would you or Alan, would either one you guys know?
2: I believe in the past I actually had some students that just Linux was their main OS and I believe they were able to, but this was about five years ago. So I'm not 100% sure if it's still kind of the, you know, it it operates in the same fashion, but essentially it just kind of, it just needs a network connection that can communicate out to the internet um, to work. So if you do have, VirtualBox or VMware for Linux. I think only VirtualBox is really readily available. But um, it, it should work, but, you know, yeah. don't hold me to that. Yeah. You know, this is all, um, From my own personal experience, and
7: not necessarily with this program, but for other uh, test labs and so forth, VMware on Linux, on Mac, or on Windows all runs pretty much the same. Uh, and as, Like they said, as long as you have an Internet connection, everything should work fine. Just personal experience. Okay. Well, that's probably
0: probably a better question for Frank over at the AFA.
4: Okay. I got a question about the practice round. Now, I see on the calendar it mm-hmm. said, like, September 13th to the 30th, and it had on there, like, 5 p.m. to midnight. But is that a round that you can run at any time with students, and can you break it up into multiple days where they do, like, two hours, three days in a row or something? Or no? Coaches? How do you guys run practice rounds? The practice
3: is Carl at Castech. The practice round runs a lot like the training round that we're in right now. You just need a team unique ID. You can run it as many times on as many computers as you like. It doesn't have the answers to it like the training round does. So it's meant to simulate an actual competition environment. And that's what they actually try to get you to do is to actually treat it like you would in a competition so you can work out any kinks and bugs before you do that six-hour competition. But there is no limit. You can do it three hours. You can do it six hours. You can open it up every day of the week. It's just not as restricted as the actual competition.
0: So you're just going to need to use a unique identifier each time you open up an iteration of it, correct, Carl?
3: Right, just any just – any, if you've got five teams, just one of them that you have. If you only have the one team, just it's on your coach's dashboard. It's uh, with that team <laughs> – it's with
4: your team registration. If you've got a team registered, you've got a team unique ID. Okay, so that's the, the CP12 training round, and it's got a checklist. So that one has not got the scoring, and that's not connecting to the servers for scoring at all.
3: The training round does connect to the services, and it does give you a score. My students have been getting scores as they've been going through it. Okay. Uh, um,
0: so the practice round is the one that doesn't have the scores, right?
3: There, on the desktop of the different uh, operating systems for the training round, there is a icon that has a link to the answers for the training round. Oh. When you get to the practice round, that link is gone. You don't have the answers to the practice round.
1: Okay.
3: But the training round is there to get your kids excited, to get them involved,
4: to give them ideas about what they can do to get perfect scores. Okay, so the training round is where I downloaded the Windows 10, the Server 2016, and the Ubuntu 16. Those can be done as many times as I want in the class.
3: Correct. Or if your kids are very industrious and they want to download VMware, they can play it at home. Just give them the Team Unique ID and they can do it wherever they want to as long as they've got got
4: access. Because I thought it said down below, I haven't gotten all the way through the nine page PDF, but it said something about typing in the special number and warning. If you don't type in the right number, then it's going to notify cybersecurity, whatever.
0: Right. Well, that's, that's just the, their way to track that, that you actually have given that person that image. So using those unique identifiers are the way that CyberPatriot knows that um, your students are supposed to have access to that, right? So it's a checks and okay. balances that way. So
4: I give the students a unique identifier, and if they want to do it at home, then they can do it and everything will run fine. Should be.
3: That is correct. The only thing that they're very stringent on is that time frame, that six-hour time frame for the competition.
4: I noticed uh, one of them. It said Windows 10, one hour. What was that?
3: I no. don't know. Not sure. No. I'm not sure. Okay. The other okay. thing
0: to be real careful about, Dennis, is any reverse engineering or anything. So if you're giving them, if you're giving uh, students an image, you know, make sure to under, Make sure they understand the ethics behind this game and okay. that taking, taking that game apart, that will flag the, the cyber patriot folks and they will be none too happy.
4: Okay, so is this something that, uh, like for instance, would you just l- open a Windows 10 and let the students collaborate on it, the ones that are on the team to practice? Or is this where you open all three images, the, the server, the Windows 10 and the Ubuntu on three different machines and run them all at the same time with three different team members? I mean, how do you, how do you, is there a way you have to do this or you can do it individually as a team, just for practice?
3: Yeah, for training and practice,
4: it's open
3: season. You can, you can have it open on as many computers as you want, as long as you want. You can okay. have different, you can have all, all your t- different numbers of students doing one image You can have one student doing one image.
4: Okay. Again, I I can open them all up to like my five team members and they can all be doing the Windows 10 image one day. And then the next day I can have them all do the server 2012 image. Exactly. Okay. Now, where is, is there downloadable software for what you're calling the practice round?
3: That's coming up October first, when or I think it's October first. When you look at the Cyber Patriot website, and you look okay. under competition season, it gives you a timeline of when everything is going to become available.
4: Okay, I had it on a calendar, and uh, let's see. I don't think I saw anything. The next thing, the first round of the Cyber Patriots is October twenty fifth. That weekend.
0: Right, but, but you I, have the practice round is earlier. Is that circle calendar thing on the, on the competition website? Okay. On the AFI website that shows so all the somewhere. dates. All, so it, it always will show a year. You know, it, it shows ahead of time for the whole season what all the different dates are.
4: And that practice round now, is that only one specific day for six hours? Everybody has to do it on that one day?
3: No. It's the same thing as a training round. You just don't have the answers.
5: Okay. So, th- according, according to the website, the practice rounds available October 3rd through November
0: 6th. Thank you.
4: Okay. And that one you can do as many times as you want with the team as well, or no? As many t- times as you want. is for okay. practice. Okay. All right. I think that answers a lot of my questions. I'm sure I've got more, but I'll have to get through some of this
5: paperwork.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah. Hey, 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 Violet, are you still there? Violet. Yes,
1: yes I am.
5: So are you you tracking all that? And I mean, that sounds like that would be something a good start for you guys.
1: Yeah, so I wasn't sure when you were first talking if that's the thing that ends next week. But it sounds like that's through the early part of November. We can do that practice. Right.
0: Yeah, and you
5: can and you can do the training round through October first.
1: Yeah, I, that would be fast, yeah, right? I'm not going to be able to get everything loaded and yeah, that's going to be too
0: hard. So keeping in mind, so this is your first season, those folks that it's your first season that next year, when the season ends um, in um, March, in uh, in May, when you, you can sign back, you can sign up for the following season and you can start doing all of those practice rounds um, and training rounds and things, I mean, training rounds uh, through the whole summer and the fall. So you'll have a jump on things, right?
1: How do you know what your teams are, though, for the next year with the students?
0: So you don't have to, they don't have to, they don't have to know the actual team, Uh, spot me on this, Ed, but I believe November 1st is when they actually have to have the rosters?
5: Yes, that is correct. Roster finalization, November 1st.
0: So, Carl, you have multiple teams and multiple – you've been doing it multiple seasons, and you always sign up right away at the end – at the beginning of the new season so that you guys can start practicing. How does that go?
3: Uh, right now, my rosters are empty. I just right.
0: Had, but, yeah. but back in May when you did it, you didn't have a roster, but you signed back up again. You you put in a, a guesstimate of how many teams you were going to be having. And then you were able to have access to those um, training rounds, correct?
3: Right. Uh, Cyber Patriots limits each coach to five teams. Uh, Castech Tech is kind of special because we are a Title I school and we can file a fee waiver. Right. So I have five teams. Dr. Spollinger, one of my other teachers, he's got five teams. And Miss Hussein, who teaches the cyber patri- uh, cybersecurity class, she's getting some teams. That's great. And we just uh, we use the teams that we need. And uh, right now, we just use one unique identifier for the training and the practice. But yeah, you can sign up. You don't have to pay. Nope, you don't. Until late October, early November, and then you can. Then
0: November fifteenth. This is the cutoff so on the payment part. So um, you and that's the other thing too, is you can sign up for more teams than you need when you realize, oh, I, I, you know, I signed up for five, but I only need four. You can drop off that one team and then you wouldn't be responsible for payment on that. Now, if you have a team that plays that first round um, and then drops out, you're still going to be responsible for it. But if you, as long as you know, before you, you start playing how many teams, it's always better to have more than less just because the cutoff date is October 2nd. You can't, and you can't get in if you haven't registered, so.
3: And, again, when, if you've got an all-girls team or if you are JROTC.
0: Correct. You yeah, can all get a free all services are free. Yep, all, all services free. Uh, Title I schools are free, and all-girls schools are free. So, and that's what that little waiver is um, when you go to do the uh, registration, and if you try to pay an invoice or whatever, they always have a waiver. They do the same thing even for uh, camps as well, so.
1: Great. Anybody um, else? This is, this is Violet, and I just want to, I don't want to be rude. I have to leave right now. Oh, that's okay. Meeting. I'm but trying to round it up. I just so want to make sure
0: everybody has their questions. Now remember, you can go on Slack and ask these questions, and other coaches will, will you know, pipe up. So it behooves everybody to join up Slack and to fill out that, that form so I can get everybody as much help as we can. Thank you, guys, everybody. Thank you. Anybody else have any other questions? Otherwise, we'll just round it up here at this point. Great. I really appreciate everybody's time. Thank you so much to all those coaches that are on here that are giving their time up, um, uh, you know, that have been been there and are helping out everyone else. We truly appreciate all this help and cooperation. Thank you, everybody.
3: You're welcome. Thank, thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Michigan Cyber Patriot Competition Podcast and for keeping us safe. Game on!